You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein, and with me, as not always, is not Josh Schaefer, for Josh is apparently sick during this recording session and is not co-hosting with me. This is the first time this has happened. It's really weird. Instead, we are joined by... Queen Bee. Hey! So we are going to be talking today about The Princess Bride, because apparently some studio somewhere decided that would be a good movie to remake as... Yeah, you're you're going to get a lot of of people who are really upset about that. I mean, you you have you have the classic it, it's it's not only just a classic film, but it's a mm-hmm. cult film and it has a following. It does. What is it? 30 years now? 25 years? 30 yeah, well, years? Oh, I mean, the kids playing in television as if it's a new thing in the movie, which admittedly the storybook like wraparound sections are the only part of that movie that hasn't aged. Right. Because everything else about it is set in a fantasy world of like the late 17, early 1800s. There's right. nothing about it that looks, I mean, it looks like a, I mean, it's it's a soundstage fantasy movie that's purposely made to look like a soundstage Stage. fantasy yeah. movie. Like, <laughs> But you're going to have a lot of people who are going to have a problem with it because it is a favorite of people growing up. I, I remember seeing this in high school. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really big big following and people saying you're, you're just going to ruin it. Well, you can't ruin a film that no. It, no. It, it will never be ruined. That film will be great. However, if you don't do a reboot of it correctly, yeah, it's going to fail at the box office. Well, so. I mean, we've had movies that have been similar in style to it. There was Stardust for what, like 10 years ago. That's based on a Neil Gaiman about a guy that crosses over into a parallel fantasy world and, more or less the princess bride just with a different like story over top of it michelle viper was in it. it's actually quite good if you haven't seen it i think i saw it i was that impressed and that's the problem like it was good for what it was but it really wanted to be in the genre of the princess bride and there's only really one movie in the that genre that has ever been successful in doing this genre of yeah. and even the princess bride was not successful when it came out it only grew in cult following afterwards because it would play on hbo constantly yeah, incessantly and yeah. then everyone realized oh my god this movie's really fucking funny yeah <laughs> and really fucking good <laughs> but yeah you can't you it's it's the perfect storm of actors and script and director mm-hmm. that all came together and i've read the book the princess bride and it's good but it's not the same as the movie, which has the actors making it so much better, better than the right. book was. And the book is like the book is good for what it mm-hmm. is. You could find all the humor and everything else in it, but there's something about that specific movie. And even trying to think about who could pull off remaking it if that was even a concept that we thought would be fine would be hard. Like how? How do you even remake that movie? Well, that 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 becomes the. I mean, are there really actors now who are that funny? Like Billy Crystal. You, yeah. you can't replace Billy Crystal. No. Well, I figure you just recast Billy Crystal. And really, he, <laughs> you just put him in the same you, role. You put, you put him in old man makeup, so he looked 80 before. Now he actually he is, is 80. like 80. <laughs> <laughs> and then it works. Um, wait, weren't we talking about Tim Burton? Let's, uh, Tim Burton's version <laughs> we, we of, talk, the, yeah. of the We did the talk Princess about Bride. that, yeah, the, 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 the Tim Burton Princess Bride that we talked about so off camera. Which all was, the parts yeah. are played by Johnny Depp and or Helen Bottom Carter. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I'm looking for the man with six scissors on his left hand. <laughs> 
that that actually could be pretty entertaining. I think <laughs> actually, you know, I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan, but no. I think if you did Johnny Depp and all of his different roles, <laughs> I mean, you could have the evil prince be what uh, Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I was going to say Willy Wonka. Willy yeah, Wonka. No, he, there you go. Per- perfect, like kind of twee performance right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, could I go. could see that. There no, you that's, go. that's good. That's good. Um, his who Jack Sparrow play? Uh, <laughs> No, Jack Sparrow is an Eagle Montoya if you're going to use Johnny oh, okay. Depp for it. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's good. Yeah, there you go. And you then uh, his character, him playing Ed Wood, that's the princess. Nice. Yeah, yeah I like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, definitely. And then Helena Bonham Carter, who's not a very big woman to begin with. Just You just CGI her to be the giant. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. that's good. Yeah, I like that. Okay, we'll go, we'll go with that. Let, let's reach out to Tim Burton to see if he'll actually do a write-up on uh, The Princess Bride. He'll, he, what he'll do is he'll wait for someone else to write the script, and then he'll get involved in it, and then he'll take the production and walk away and get paid for it, because that's what he did to, like, Superman. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, which which Superman did he do? Uh, Death and Return of Superman. It's the one that was going to star Nick Cage and then fell apart because he got his scissor hands all over oh, it. Oh, that's a that's a bummer. Yeah, if okay. you watch the uh, Evening with Kevin Smith uh, series, the first one, there's uh, like one of the fans, because he does, you know, just basically talking presentations after he does a movie. And he was invited to various colleges to do these talking presentations. Uh, he had a question about his time working on Death and Return of Superman, because for some reason... Studios felt hiring Kevin Smith to write a Superman movie was a good idea. Like, no, no, we're not dissing Kevin Smith. We are, but we're not well, I mean, dissing it's, Kevin it's, Smith. I mean, he even says in his presentation, he's the guy that writes dick and fart jokes, and they actually let him get near Superman, and he was shocked about it. But <laughs> shocked. But he had a good time working on it while he was doing it, and it's the thing of like <laughs> he envisioned in his head the studio guys going, "We're having a meeting with who." <laughs> right. the mall rats guy <laughs> this is a good idea <laughs> but yeah no but yeah he spent like he did like a couple drafts on it and he wrote a full big script for it and he was actually really happy with it for what it was but yeah after that a couple times tim burton got hired to direct it because he did the batman movies and he was their go-to guy for superheroes at the time which if you go and watch batman not so much yeah no <laughs> no he mm. made money but eh? <laughs> so then he he like got his scissor hands all over it and he has his own script guys that come in so they came in and basically threw out kevin smith's script and did their own version and then that went on for too long and then he had a pay or play contract which meant that whether or not he made the movie he got paid for it so then he just walked away from it and they had to pretty much completely redo superman at a certain point which is why superman returns the one with brandon ruth which brandon ruth is fantastic in mm-hmm. cost so much because they dumped all of the death and return budget on it and counted that as some of the overrun for how long it I'm really yeah. sad that they didn't bring Brandon Ruth back. They He's will. the one who plays Adam, yeah, isn't he's he? He's Adam and he yeah. actually gets to play Kingdom Come Superman in the big crossover. In the crisis, yeah. Yes. Nice. So okay. I like that they're bringing everyone back for that. And they already had Brandon like Ruth that. on script on on Right, for back, Legends, so, right. Yeah, so I may as well just bring him in for that too. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really happy about that. I re- he was actually one of my favorite Supermans. He was a fantastic Superman. Mm-hmm. Princess Bride though. Yes. So, <laughs> who else? Who else could redo Princess Bride and do it? Let and do it actual justice, not just you know. I feel like if you if we want to do it and we want to like, it, it can't be the same movie. Rob Reiner's the guy that did that mm-hmm. one, and you you may as well not try and just do shot for shot because then at that point, what's the point in doing exactly. it? Exactly. So it has to have your own take on. You it. want someone that has a very personal spin who can create a stylistic, interesting movie out of it. If you want to remake Princess Bride, hire Edgar Wright. 
the Scott Pilgrim guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think he, I mean, he's got, he, he likes to work music and everything into it and do like a lot of call outs and references and everything else. I think stylistically and like make working things into the beat, the theatrical score of it and everything else, he'd make a movie that'd be very interesting. I just don't know who you cast in it at that point. Well, who does he usually work with? He does work with a lot of big names, at least before they were big names. Or right before they take a fall, like Kevin Spacey. You know, Chris <laughs> Evans is looking for a new job. <laughs> Chris Evans as Dread Pirate Roberts would be pretty... He can rock a beard. I could see him pull mm-hmm. that off. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out people who can handle the humor, but still look good doing the physicality. And weirdly, I come upon Channing Tatum for some reason. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he could. Like, he's gotten really good since the... Uh, the 21 Jump Street times. Like, he can play, like, a good, dumb kind of character. I just don't know what... I don't want him for Inigo Montoya. But there's not that many roles in there. There's nothing that says that they can't make him bigger to be a giant. (laughs) I mean, you might want a real giant. I don't know. There there really aren't that many, though, that that are in Hollywood and can play the part. Yeah. So, because, I mean, if you're going with what Hollywood would cast, they'd just hire a big muscle man, and then you'd get the rock There's a the good giant. chance, because they've already done it with uh, the MCU, they might bring in um, Peter Dinklage to <laughs> play the giant. I, I thought you were going to say um, the guy who plays the Hulk right now. He, he just gets to play all our giants. <laughs> Mark Ruff- Ruffalo? Yeah. yeah, okay. Mark Ruffalo. Just let him I, play all of them. <laughs> I, I, really, I really like Mark Ruffalo, but... I don't know if he'd be a really good giant. He, yeah. Uh, but I mean, see. I'm always, I'm always up for casting Peter Dinklage and anything. Obviously, like you want to, you want to make him play the smart, like the Fessick character. Oh yeah, he he'd would be, be a great Fessick. But I would also love him as an Eagle Montoya. He might be small, small, but he'd yeah. be, he, he'd go commit all into the he charisma. Would. <laughs> he would. Well, you know, we have a lot of good actors going on now from Game of Thrones who are mm-hmm. now free to do Princess Bride type stuff. If they wanted to bring in an English cl- cast, there are yeah. people they can and, pull from. And we also have Sophie Turner, who's not a good no, actress. No, we're not, we're not putting her in the movie. But <laughs> Maisie Williams, maybe. We could we could bring Ooh. her in to play somebody. Well, I mean... Maybe if, a female Inigo Montoya. I was going to say, you put Maisie Williams as Inigo Montoya because she can play the sword part. Yep. And then you cast Channing Tatum as her slightly large. She just looks at him like he's a giant. Right, exactly. See, that's a different take. (laughs) Different take. So if anybody's listening to us, uh, out of the four people who are listening to this podcast, um, get get words out there, will you? So uh, we need a princess now. A princess. Yeah, who would be our princess in this? Well, you know Edgar Wright likes to work with, um, at least according to Scott Pilgrim, Captain Marvel, what's her name? Uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson, she's good. She could do a good princess. She could do a good princess. Um, but there's a certain attitude, and like she's she's good at being like like a specific type of character. I don't know if she's got the princess in her though. Okay, okay. But um, speaking of Scott Pilgrim, though, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she might be able to do that. Who? El- what else has she been? She in? was well. She was Ramona Flowers. She was in the Thing remake okay. or prequel or whatever. Okay. She's not bad. I could see her do it. It's, hmm. The problem is range. You got to find an actress with range that like would be good at the part and is in a similar age range to Chris Evans because you don't want you don't want that weird thing where you get someone who's like twenty years younger than the person acting like they're the same age or that weird May December thing. That's well, if you wanted to do a little bit different take on it, you could also bring in somebody of color too. So Ooh, I don't I know. I like that. I like that. I don't know who you choose. Um, the um, 
actress, I know you don't do The Walking Dead, but um, the actress who plays Grace, she was also in Gallivant playing um, another character. And then she or she played a princess in Gallivant. I mean, I like Gallivant, and that's pretty much in the same genre of what we're talking about. Right, right exactly. And she also played... um, Jasmine in the ABC like Once Upon a Time. Was, she was could she, be a good princess. Was she the princess in Gallivant? Y- yes. Okay, for, I like her. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, I, she had she had the right she had the right attitude and charisma, and she mm-hmm. could play. She played well against the Gallivant actor. I could see her playing well against like Chris Evans when he's being mm-hmm. a card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. I mean, if you watch Not Another Teen Movie, Chris Evans can really do the... (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Chris Evans. I'll watch anything he's in. Everybody knows this about me, so... um, good. I'll even watch his terrible movies. Uh, Not Another Teen Movie. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Let's see. Who else? Uh, We already said bring bring Billy Crystal back for uh, Max because he's perfect. You can can bring back... uh, Uh, Carol Kane, too. Yeah, yeah, bring them both back. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to recast those. That's fine. (laughs) They now look the part. They're good. (laughs) (laughs) The king, the queen, who would you want to... Do they actually have to be any important actors? I don't think they have to be anyone important. I mean, you could cast Sean Bean just for the fun of him not dying for once. Who played the the prince in Gallivant? What's his name? Um, Oh. He Help, was in I Psych. Uh, I didn't watch He Psych. played Lassie. I didn't watch. Um, Sorry. I know what you're talking about. He's he's dumb and blustery when he wants to he be. He would be a great dumb and blustery prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he would. There's also um, another good guy, guy who's really good at playing dumb and blustery is uh, Tom Lennon. And he, what was he in? <sighs> I know him. I most no. know him mostly from At Midnight, but he also played, uh, he was on Lethal Weapon recently as the Joe Pesci style character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. But we could, I mean, you can go completely different too. I mean, you can bring in like a, um, Idris Elba, you have a completely different, you know. Yeah, I but, don't that, know. but if you bring in Idris Elba, then I'm like, why is he not the man in black? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You, he, yeah I, I think he could actually or, pull that off. Or you give him the heavy role and he's the six fingered man. Oh. Yeah, Ooh, see, that would be I different. Like see, I like bringing in uh, the only thing that Princess Bride is missing is color. There's yeah. absolutely no, no it's color. It's complete, cast, yeah. yeah, whitewash cast. So if we're gonna go with what's current and uh-huh. and being done right now and media and everything mm-hmm. and trying to bring in color, we could do a really interesting Elba. color cast. I like, yeah. I like that. That's a good one. That is good. So and I think he'd really be able to stretch his chops. He's been able to play anything. So oh. Yeah, you have him ca- instead of Johnny Depp cast him in all the parts. Right. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> Definitely watch that. So, but it does bring us back to the idea that, like Princess Bride, if we wanted to remake it, I wouldn't say it would ruin the original because it's fine. Right. There's plenty of there's been plenty of like continuations and remakes that have happened that don't ruin the originals. That's some. St- geeks say but they always like say and they'll they won't come out for a princess bride remake anyway because they'll just be mad that they remade the princess bride but like i was looking at trailers recently and they have a new adam's family movie coming out right and i'm like animated i don't don't see the point because how are you going to improve on raul julia and angelica houston and christina ricci ironically the animated versions look a lot like the animated versions from scooby-doo i don't know if anybody's (laughs) noticed that but they do well, it's the same company probably making most of those. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't hate hate the animated movie that they're making because if you go back and watch the 1960s one, it's fairly sanitized too. It's just you had such perfect movies in the 1990s and it's 
so perfectly dark. I mean, if you're going to do an Adams Family, what I'd like to see is a continuation, maybe a Pugsley and a Wednesday Adams yeah, doing was, something. Um, I have a trailer article As that adults. I'm posting. I have a trailer article I'm posting tonight, which of course will this will go up the next day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was like, why not just follow Wednesday and whoever she's with as a new generation? And then you just make right. Angelica Houston grandmama. Exactly. Yeah, see? see, that would work. That, That'd be great. They're all the right age for it now. Uh-huh. And it's not like Angelica Houston or Christina Ricci does all that much at this point. Exactly. Together. Exactly. Yeah. And they'd probably be up for the challenge too. So yeah, that'd be fun. Plus, she was, Christina Ricci was so good as Wednesday. She, she was, really was. Like, Raul Julian and Angelica Houston were fantastic in the movie, but Christina Ricci's character is what stole the show, show. every yep. time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think I think what Hollywood needs to do, especially if they're going to be redoing stuff or rehashing stuff, maybe instead of redoing or rehashing, create something new from what was. Yeah. I mean, and bring it forward. They wanted for the longest time. The author was trying to figure out if he could write a sequel uh, to Princess Bride, Buttercup's Baby, and he only ever got one chapter in. And I don't know how much of that was a joke. I mean, like, yeah, I could continue this, and how much of it was him being like, yeah, I could actually continue this, but it never materialized. Just check in and see if they can figure out how to make something out of a sequel instead of doing a continuation, because. Mm-hmm. Or a remake. Do a continuation instead. Uh, yeah. The Adventures of a Dread Private Roberts. With just an Ego Montoya going yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. And then he runs into Maisie Williams just being Maisie Williams. The two of them have fun together. Well, you know, she is West of Westeros. Let's see how that works out. Now we know where it's located. Ooh, I like that. It's just off to the east from Europe. Sure. That works. Why not? Huh. <laughs> Okay. We, we, I think I think we're good. All right. This has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. And I'm Queen Bee. And we will see you next time.